Hello. Hey. There you is, bruh. There you is. <laughs> hey, sis. How are you? I am. Look, I'm just having one of those days where we're gonna we're gonna get through this day, okay? It doesn't matter what the hell, because these pimples are breaking out. I mean, you can't see it quite clearly because you know Zoom is giving kind of like an effect. But thank you, Zoom. But these pimples are breaking out, and um, these moods are not. You know, I woke up a bit not off, but like I could feel that okay, today might be a day. But I had this to look forward to, and I had you to look forward to, and you look beautiful. Okay, Afro. I mean, earlier this morning, I was like, I need to look cute for Bex. Like, this needs to happen. I need to. Cute. I need to look cute for you. Cute and cute. I need to smell cute for you. Like, it just needs to happen today. I wish I could smell it. But you know what? I can see it. That's the point. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing, friend? I'm good. Um, I had a bit of a hectic day today, but 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 like good That's hectic. Cool. It's, 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 with the with the whole lockdown, it's actually nice to have a day where you've got activity and you're going from one activity to the next activity to the next activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sunday is usually, ironically, my busier days of the week. Um, I had church in the morning. So I, I always do like a whole thing about it. Like I sit up in the lounge and I shower and I dress for it. Mm. And have my Bible, my notebook out, and I listen to the service, and I listen to to um the word afterwards. And um, then we had a sneaky, a sneaky social distanced um get together with like four of us. I mean, um, four is definitely well below the limit, so that's you know good, you know. And 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 my friends are quite like vigilant about stuff like that. Like like, don't hug me. I'm so happy to see you, but don't uh-huh, like me. Uh-huh. I um, like that. You're sitting a bit too close. Move over. <laughs> you know. But oh my gosh, it's so good to see you, my friend. <laughs> it's like that. Mutually, so, mutually. Um, I yeah. wanted to touch on like what you were saying about like getting ready for church and you know having a whole ritual towards that. I think it's so important to still dress up and show up at at, at home. Like you know, whenever I'm doing, I'm recording these episodes. I also have a ritual, like I'll, I'll have my notes, you know, um, either on my phone or written down. And then uh, on the day, I, 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 the shower, I go to the shower and then after the shower, it's usually like a couple of minutes after showering and, and getting ready, then I start. Because it, it just also makes my mind feel like, okay, I'm preparing for something, you know. And also things like church are also such a... Um, specific experience in the in the previous normal that we had that you almost want yeah. to create some kind of a connection to how you used to show up yeah. to how you show up even in the now. Yeah, and it, it it for me church and like school even like like even for for when I when I had normal school and it was online school I would take a shower and I would get dressed even if I was wearing like just tracksuit pants and whatever. But I will still get dressed for school, like do my hair for school. And mm. even for church, I get dressed and I show up and I sit and I pay attention because that's what we would do under normal circumstances. And this is the new normal, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, first of all, this is my friend. 
<laughs> um, Nolo Yisolange. Um, she is joining me today because we are talking about shoot your shot. Because we basically uh, shot a friendship shot and that's how we became friends. But just a bit, ab a bit about Nolo. Um, she and I met a couple of years ago um, at a the Muffins concert, and that's when we shot our shot. And we're going to talk about that now. Um, you mentioned schooling a moment ago. She is a teacher by profession, and so she is also part of the people who are virtually schooling these kids. How's that going? Um, I was very actually, I was actually really, really fortunate that I, the school that I'm in, it was a very smooth transition into online. Okay. Like it wasn't a, uh, should we close school? Should we do, we were like, we're closing school. We're going online, make it work. And, um, but I it wasn't was like a, a stuck period where there were no classes happening. Okay. One day, it was one day. <laughs> the, the Friday, the Friday, the, the president, no, the Sunday, the president announced for the first time that schools are closing. We came, everybody went to school on the Monday. They said the Wednesday the schools must close. Mm -hmm. The Monday we came to school. The Tuesday was our pre preparation time, so there was no school. Wednesday was the first day of online school, and we have been going ever since. How is it um, going for you? Because you know we speak a lot about the kids and how they are faring and they are adjusting, and that's a very important conversation. But mm -hmm. I think all around the world, teachers are often not considered. It's like they're the most important person in the process of growth in the world, but they're often just kind of like, yeah, whatever. So how, how, how did you find this online transition experience? So um, I'm going to talk about the people that, like, like my organization that I work for, before mm -hmm. I talk about myself. I was very fortunate to have very, very, like an organization that sets very high standards for us. So they said online school is happening. That's a non-negotiable. Okay. But at the same time, they were very supportive of the process, understanding that we don't actually know what we're doing. Um, and they were like, make it work how you make it work. If you're going to teach on WhatsApp, then to start off with, then that's what you're going to do. You're going to teach on WhatsApp and you're going to learn the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so, so it was very nice. It, it's very nice to be part of a, an organization that sets high expectations for you, but also supports you. Like, like we will support you. We will give you what you need if you need it. I mean, they were even saying to us, if you don't have Wi-Fi at home, if you don't have fiber, you don't have Wi-Fi, email us, we'll send you the data that you need um, for you to run classes. If that's the only thing that's standing between you and running classes. So, so for me, knowing that I was backed and knowing that I was supported was amazing. And as a result, I gave it my everything. And I already love teaching. So to be put in a situation where I could do what I love in a new way was quite exciting for me as well. So I found it, I found it extremely, extremely exciting. Not always easy, not mm. always stress-free either. Um, we had to learn from scratch, but it's really exciting to know that we, we, were, we were spearheading this thing that nobody has ever done before, that um, any workshop that a teacher will tell you that they've gone to has been people who are saying, this is a cool idea, and they've never really done it to fruition because you go to these workshops, you learn these new things, and then, and you're like, well, they're here. Why must I try this virtual thing when they're right here in front of me? And for the first time with the pandemic, we had no other choice. We had to do this thing. 
Um, so that was really, I found it extremely exciting. Obviously, there were days where I wanted to rip my hair out. <laughs> um, but I think I, I was 80% um, very excited and very happy to have gone through this transition. And only 20% like, sucks. All right, cool. And then last take, um, do you mind just uh, pulling down your laptop screen so that there we go. Okay, okay. What color is that shirt? It's white. And it says friends. I thought that was also quite fitting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I did I show up? No, listen, no. Up. Listen, listen, okay? You showed up and showed out. You I know? love it because this is the thing, you know, I've been recording these episodes for the podcast and I really just appreciate how my friends, because, you know, I'm essentially having these conversations with my friends. The, the people that have, that have been able to make it on have really showed up, you know, whether it's in terms of prep or in terms of, you know, um, appearance, they really have showed up. I love y'all. Like, you guys are dope. And, oh, man. This is, this is what you. I'm talking about. <laughs> Listen, and I love y'all as well. So, you know what? This is part of the reason why it's so important to shoot your shot because you never know if the person you're shooting it to is the friend that you have been, is, is the one. You know, we always talk about shooting your shot in, in terms of relationships and it's normalized in that sense. But I'm here, we are here today. The mission of the day is to normalize shooting your shots to friends, future and potential friends so let's start with ours oh you want to say something i've been dying to say something about the shooting your shot thing with us with you and me yeah i don't actually remember consciously going i'm going to make friends with Bax. like i'm going to make friends with this guy we were we were sitting in that colorful room remember how colorful that room was yeah and, so just to um, paint the scene we are in Brownfontaine at what what was the name of the place um, Gospodong, yes, and the muffins had their own show there, no opening acts, no nothing, so you're literally just going to go see them, and I went, I went alone, but it was one of those, I like these guys, I don't really have anyone to go with me right now, you know, so I'm just gonna go myself, you as well. I'm the same. I'm the same when it comes to the muffins. I'm like, are the muffins playing? Yes. It's never a question of who am I going to go with? Are the muffins playing? Yes. Okay, I'll be there. And exactly. until I met you, I, it, never, it never registered to me to invite people to go as a group of people. So I was there alone that particular... And it was in August as well. It was oh, in August. Oh, 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 it oh. really was. They were, doing, they were doing like a Sunday... They were doing like yeah, a Sunday yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. And it was a Sunday evening. It's Sunday, and it was an August Sunday, and I was on holiday. Oh, I, I like it when it all comes together like this. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so so then I was there uh, alone, and I had intended to just enjoy myself because I was like, I really love these guys. I've always told you know people whenever I'm playing their album and someone is around, I tell them like they, their first album was like on my bus to Joburg from East London. I literally excuse me, was playing the muffins over and over again. So they mean a lot to me musically. You and I, because they had a hashtag going. So then I tweeted and you were tweeting. And I was like, oh, someone else is here and they're this active on social media. They're probably cool peoples. And then that's how we linked up was on, on, on Twitter in terms of like, oh, you're here. Hey, I'm here. Where are you sitting? Oh, cool. And then we met that way and 
I don't remember what, how the rest of the night went, but all I know is that we exchanged, uh, well, we followed each other and then eventually exchanged numbers. And it took a while for us to cement a friendship. I mean, we knew we had mutual interests in music um, and we had, you know, planned to meet again and do something else together, which took a while to materialize, but we always kept in contact. And yeah. eventually we spent quite a significant amount of time with each other and over the phone and chatting about stuff and opening up. And so began the friendship. And we're here right now to talk about how it is important to shoot your shot. So, so my, the, what I remember about that night is I remember there was no intentional, I'm going to make friends with this guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you like the muffins? I like the muffins. Oh, you're on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. So we started following each other. I don't even think we chatted that much for like mm. a long time. Mm. Um, so when I think of our friendship, I really think of it, it happened organically. Yeah. Like it happened bit by bit and bit by bit. And next thing you know, we're having like intense conversations and you're the person that like the muffins are playing. Are we going? Yes, we're going. <laughs> and it was like the thing where we, we would go. And I, I think that's the beauty of shooting friendship shots is that, is that like, you don't have to, there is a little bit of a worry. Will the person like you or not? But there isn't like you, mm. you you're allowed to be yourself. You're allowed to be, you're allowed to take it as slowly or as quickly as you like. It's also the the fact that we built our friendship off of a mutual interest. So we knew that we both liked the muffins, but also extended to that, we both like live music and performance. And that interest alone was what we vibed off of. So we literally, before being friends, inverted commas, we were just people who had a mutual interest. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to this thing. You want to come with? Oh, I'm going to go watch this thing. You want to come with? So it was first a case of let's establish, well, not even consciously, but like it was an establishing of what is the mutual interest and then moving on to other stuff. Yeah. So now while we're chilling and watching a show, we're talking about, you know, something else and then it starts to build into something else. And there's something to be said for, you know, if you are going to shoot your shot on any grounds, really, to establish, well, what is the common interest? What are, what are we going to continue to, you know, check up on each other on? Whether that's pop culture or we're the fans of the same person or we follow the same movement, you know, that is a good place to yeah. start at. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that what keeps it going is like, it's okay, it's okay for me to think about you. There's no pressure. It's okay to think about you a lot. It's okay to think about you not that much. It's okay to contact you every day. It's okay to contact you once a month or once yeah. in six months. Like all of it is okay. Like there's so much safety in, in, in shooting friendship shots. And then of course there's the guys that will, that will inbox you and they want to be your friend. Oh, but, tell um, us about that. No, they, they, they don't want to be your friends. They want to they, they wanna be other things to you. Are like, your DMs oh, just, Hey? Are your DMs oh, popping DM like that um it's, it's like floods and droughts it's really like floods and droughts like i have seasons with like the dry season and then i have seasons where like someone will go like hey cutie so tell me more about yourself and so i i that happens when they go, bruh so so when they go tell me more about yourself i i say I, my immediate response is i don't date on twitter Ooh. and then they either they either block me or they go, okay, cool, shop, and they move on. Um, yeah. 
I'm I'm shocked because my DMs are literally only my friends. And they're full of us sending each other tweets and comments on tweets that do not have any place on the timeline. So I share I share DMs with with friends. And like if I see a tweet and I think it's something that relates to you, I sent another friend of mine, Samantha, a, a DM of this other video from TikTok of like sneakers, because I know she's a sneaker queen. So it's like, you know, I, I usually just DM my friends the stuff that I think are, are relatable to them. And that's as much activity as what happens in my DMs. Like it, that's it. So I I this is intriguing to me. You are favored. Cause it's not <laughs> it's it's like that thing is like it's it, it's like turning down forex traders. That thing. Oh like, oh like, I well like, I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm I must say on Instagram I do get a couple of those. I do get a couple of those on Instagram, but also not all the time, but I do get some. And when I started getting those, I would usually respond like, oh, no, thank you. Because I, I thought it was like a genuine message. Until I started seeing on Twitter people commenting about these forex traders, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a hot minute. So this is something that everyone is getting? And I was like, okay, maybe not. You're not special, my friend. <laughs> right. I very, I very straight to the point, I go, I'm not interested in forex trading. And then they go, they either go, thanks, and they block me. I don't know. I don't understand why you're blocking me. Why are you angry? I'm just telling you I'm not interested. I don't want to waste your time. Mm, mm. So I tell you, I'm not interested. Instagram is where my, my, my sugar daddy wannabes who will greet you and be like, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, I'm not interested. And then I block. You are living a very interesting life, my friend. <laughs> only in the DMs. Only in the DMs. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think if, if, if I can be friends with someone that allows me to be myself, so if I can walk into a space and I can be completely be myself. And for me, my understanding of being myself is the person that I am without thinking too hard about it, without planning it, without going, okay, I'm going to behave like this or behave like that, or I'm going to twang, or I'm not going to twang, or I'm going to dress a certain way. Like those are the spaces that I run into. Like I embrace mm. those spaces. Um, and also for me, friendships are important. I have to be able to learn from you. Mm, mm. I have to, to be able to learn from you. I definitely don't have the 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 hubris to um I don't have the arrogance to 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 think that I can teach anyone anything. Um mm -hmm. I think I'm just a person that's trying to do the best that I can in my life. Um but if I can learn from you and I can and I can after walking away from a conversation from you, I can go, oh my gosh, you really had me thinking differently about this or I really need to work harder at this as a result of a conversation with you, then you're my friend. Like, like then, then, then I stick with you and I, and I stick around with you. If I can learn from you and if I can be myself around you. I also um, particularly enjoy being able to be there for someone. Like I, I enjoy friendships where, because I, I just like showing love. Like I love showing compassion. Yeah. I love like doing, yeah. like showing love in a physical kind of way. So I love celebrating with my friends. I love um, hearing them out. I love, and I love when for them to create the space for me as well, to just kind of like, mm -hmm. as you said, just be. And 
to be a mess when you need to be a mess, but to also, because that's the thing is that, you know, friendship is really a selective thing. You know how you can be, you're born into a family and your family is who they are for you for the rest of your life. You fall in love with people and sometimes that's not something you can help. Attraction isn't necessarily something you can help, but there's something about friendship that's quite selective where you you choose your friendships and the people that you choose to build a community with, you know? And certainly for me, being able to be a support, but also to be supported has been very important. Um, I don't say that I've always gotten it right. I definitely have grown into being a better friend. I've definitely had to be conscious of the parts of myself that are not fair to the friends that I have. And I would have to say that my growth is also in many ways paralleled to a lot of my friends' growth as well. Um, because we have to be both growing, you know? Part of the reason why sometimes friendships from a long time ago don't work is because we have essentially grown into different people or sometimes it feels like some the, the person you were friends with has the same idea of who you are. And it's like, no, but I've, I've evolved as a person. So that's also important for me is that if we are friends for us to evolve together or at least be open to each other's evolution. So if you maybe don't want to move from or sorry, move from where you're at or evolve from where you're at, then allow me to be able to change because otherwise it won't work. And one of the most awkward things ever is a friendship breakup. I mean, relationship breaks breakups are very sometimes messy but it's so common so it's just like you know you you know you already kind of know the pattern because it's also documented in movies and stuff like that so you know how to break up in a romantic sense you stop making out like like you stop making out so there's a very like definitive change in the relationship yeah relationship and then with family but where with a family one it's always whenever a person separates from the family it's always a very dramatic one and even there as well, we, it's, it's, very, it's discussed a lot. It's documented in terms of um, the arts and movies and stuff like that. But a friendship one is so, it is so weird breaking up with friends or being broken up with or being estranged. Like the way that it happens is always so blurred, yeah. you know? It's like things, things are always left unsaid. Yeah, so much. So much. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of two friendships that I think I'm going through a friendship breakup. And when I heard when when you were talking about growing and growing differently, like it got me thinking, like, did we or did this maybe this person feel that they were growing in a direction that I wasn't growing in? Um, but they didn't really understand that I was gonna be I was accommodative of the fact that they were going somewhere that I couldn't go yet. And that's okay. Sometimes mm. Sometimes back, you can get married and think about having kids and so on, and I stay single, and we can still be friends. It doesn't mean that we need to stop. You're growing in a direction, but that doesn't mean I'm not growing. Just because I don't have those physical things does not mean I'm grow. I'm not. Uh, doesn't mean I'm still stagnant. Doesn't mean that I'm still in the same place I was when we were first. When we first. Became- because the goal is not to be the same. The goal is to be each other's, you know, sounding board and to complement each other's yeah. lives as you grow older. And I certainly, I, I also have had friendship break breakups, and some have been like a quick, like friends today, not friends tomorrow, and. 
you know, some of them have been over a period of time, you lose contact. And I mean, I think it's also quite important to also differentiate um, a breakup from separation. Because, you know, sometimes you separate from people because of circumstances. You know, for example, maybe you need to uh, study at a different city or a different country, and then you don't communicate as much, but you know that the love is still there. And whenever you catch up with someone, it's, it's, it's like you're picking up from right where you left yeah. off. And then there are some instances where you were great friends at that time. And it was, it, 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 it was good for then, but you're no longer in the same space. And I think that's why it's important to kind of, because sometimes we may mistake a separation for a breakup. So sometimes also people deal with life experiences differently. So I may be becoming a father and that is consuming me and I don't necessarily know how to manage my other relationships while I'm trying to figure this one out. But then again comes with now mature friendships where you need to speak. I need to know if you are, look, one, your friends ought to be able to see um, there's something to be said for your friendships being able for your friends being able to tell when you are in a in a specific space where you can't necessarily be as present of a friend. But I have I have this belief that as we are grown people at this point, you have to take responsibility for communicating the spaces that you are in your life so that yes. I don't overwhelm you and then you end up being mad at me for still maintaining the same energy, but you're not yes. in that space. Like say something. Yes, yes. So, so this friend that I'm saying that I, I, I think she broke up with me, she didn't invite me to her baby shower, just like that. Wasn't invited to her baby shower. Then when we went to the next, it, it was like a group of friends and like three of them got pregnant at the same time. And so she had her baby shower first. And then, so we went to the next one's baby shower and I saw her at the next baby shower and they're talking about her baby shower. I'm like, Aibo, Johnny. Mm. And I wasn't invited. And she was like, we had had this conversation about keeping certain people in your life and letting people go. And she literally, I said, how am I not, how was I not invited to your baby shower? And she was like, and she, she was just kind of like sheepish. And she was like, but we had this conversation. And I was like, Oh, so essentially the friend was telling you that I have now begun to compartment my compartmentalize my life. And I, I personally have found you to be, a friend for this, not a friend for that. And that's kind of, that's a very um, hurtful thing to hear. I know, I know that that's a very hurtful thing to hear because it's like, this is that, this is the other thing about friendships is that sometimes you can be a person's friend and they're not yours or the other way around where I'm your friend, but you aren't mine, if that makes sense. So for example, in my world, you are my friend, but in your world, I'm not your friend. It's a very weird thing, but those who know, know. Like those who know what I'm talking about know exactly what I mean. And it's part of also, it's like with work, right? Where sometimes you're not quite sure, are we just friends because we work in the same place or are we friends outside of this confinement? And it's again, that thing of like dancing between are we that close or are we not? And where do I fit in, in your life? I definitely have also had situations where, um, two ways. I think one way was that I thought I was close to someone, but um, turns out we're not. And it, for me, it wasn't necessarily said, it was in the action. 
I was able to just kind of see in the way that, okay, this is not necessarily where I think we were. And I think with those situations for me, sometimes it's a case of, okay, I'm going to test this out. I'm going to see if I don't make effort for a good while, like for months, for a while, I'm going to see if you're going to come back. And if you don't, then I'll know that, okay, cool. Maybe you don't necessarily have a place for me. And a place for me in your in your life and you know i i have tried that and have found that okay cool maybe we're not meant to be friends but we were cool for that space for that time um because you're also not taking responsibility for keeping the friendship alive yes yes i'm not i'm not carrying i'm not carrying all of it i'm learning it's only in the last like two or three years that, that i'm learning to go friends are there for a season um and, and for a time and it's okay for us to we were friends at university we don't have to i don't have to call you up when i'm in cape town because you live there now um <laughs> like like we were friends as it showed me a university those days are gone now like i'll like an occasional picture but that's 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 about it and, and i'm learning really to to let go and to be like it's okay so with this particular friendship i've had to i i had to it hurt it really hurt hey Bex. Because I was in it. She was for me, she was my friend. Yes, she was married, and yes, she was having kids now. And I was I'm nowhere near there, but she was still my friend. Like, yay, friend, I will I will pull through for you. Um, but I had to learn to accept that, you know, this is where your life is going and this is what you want to do with your life. And and learning to let go of people and not to to beat a broken horse because it's, it's also exhausting for you to be the one that's carrying and maintaining this, this friendship that is dead, mm. dead for all intents and purposes. And when you are CPRing it, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it just goes down to any kind of relationship where there's no reciprocation. You know, it just, yeah. you really want yeah. to, <clears throat> sorry, be in any relationship that you are in, you really want it to feel like I'm not in this alone, you know? And also the thing about, um, as I said, I, I love being there for people. I have had, excuse me, I don't know why I'm burping so much. Um, but <laughs> I have also found that I've had to learn to also speak out when I need support. Because one thing that I know about myself is that I'm very good at showing up for a person if they say that they need me by their side or they need, a, they need an, uh, an ear or you know, some advice and stuff like that. But I don't necessarily always speak out when I'm in like my darkest hour. And I end up have, building sometimes a, sense, a, a bit of resentment that I then have to work through myself. Da, 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 da. So I am also now... God was there for me. but you Exactly. And, it, and this is the other thing. It's like, you know, there's this pattern or this kind of commentary that's been going around on social media that's where people have been saying, you know, you need to be uh, aware of the people that weren't checking up on you during this time. And it's like, yo, people are checking up on themselves. Like, this is a pandemic. <laughs> Do you understand? Like we are all figuring also, it out for who ourselves. Who are you checking on? Also, this who is the are chat. you checking on? Stop being selfish. Stop talking about who's checking on you. Who are you checking on? Who are you there for? And like, you know, for me, I had to face that. Mm. Like who? Like like I, we, you um the people who check on you are your real friends. Like you you know you know those perfectly worded tweets. Yeah. Those perfectly worded Facebook statuses. And, and someone was like, no, wait a minute. Who are you checking on? Who are and you?" And also, it's with? very emotionally uh, passive-aggressive, um, this whole thing of, like, I, I understand it for myself, this whole thing of not necessarily, like, 
not saying something, but suggesting it. Like, so for example, as I was explaining, not um, being completely open about the times when I'm not okay and I need support and I need my friends to show up for me, um, come and, you know, take care of me for the day because I just, I don't know how to do it for myself. I haven't really, you know, been a, the kind of person who says, today's not a good day, I need support. And sometimes what would happen is that, like, I just wouldn't take calls or I just wouldn't, like, you know, um, interact with anything. I just shut down. And what I've learned is that that's not the most constructive way to deal with my dips, you know. I have to learn how to, without, you know, hurting myself even further, but figure out how to communicate to my friends when I'm not in a good space and I can't be the support that you maybe need or just show up just in general, just as myself, even if it's just for some quick bands. Like I'm not in the space and it's, a, it's also a very weird conversation to have, but if you start to build a culture of honesty in terms of like, and also sometimes it's like, well, I, you can't always be in a bad mood every time I want to talk to you. Do you even call me when you're in a, in a good mood type of a thing? You know, it's a really, it, it's, it's a constant, it, it's a, re- friendships are really the kind of relationship that um, you work at, at I, I am finding you constantly are working at, whether consciously or unconsciously, to make sure that those, they, that they are maintained. I think, I think something a friend of mine, Keegan, said to me, almost 10 years ago, actually, he said this to me. He said to me, I, he said to me, Nolo, you are my friend. I will never say to you that you are just my friend. Because we're just friends. And with someone else, we're more than friends because you're romantically involved. So that implies that the person that I'm romantically involved with is, is, is a deeper like, relationship than the friendship that I have with my friend. And he said to me, sometimes friendships are more important than romantic engagement or, or physical engagements. Um, and so when, when I call you my friend, I'm legit. That's why I don't like those guys that, that low-key like you, but they call you they, they, every, every second word, my friend, my friend. Like, be my friend, um, be legit my friend, but don't just say it because you're trying to get more out of me. Because I take friendship so seriously. Like for me, it's more serious than a romantic encounter. Do you think like, we have got gotten to a place where we have a very romantic idea of what friendship is? Kind of like with the whole prince prince charming idea with relationships. Because I think about this for me, you know, I've always one of the things I've always wanted was to have the same friends for my entire life. You know, a friend, a friend like having a childhood best friend that turns into your adult best friend or like you know all of that and for me I have friends that I had when I was younger but it's not like our friendship has been consistent throughout like it's not like we've because also I'm I've moved cities as well you know I'm from East London but then I moved to Joburg and so my East London friends I didn't speak with as much because obviously my life you know was starting here and I had to be present in that and so I then started new friendships but what i have started to do is slowly but surely um rekindle those friendships virtually i think also this time has given us an opportunity to also be quite intentional with how we virtually connect because you're not connecting with the people who you see all the time here 
you know mm. and you're not seeing all the people you used to see all the time physically here so you're also connecting with them virtually so it's opened up that kind of side of your brain to say oh well i could do the same with the friends from way back when because all it requires is just setting up a time and excuse me giving up give, uh, giving your call so it really doesn't you know that's essentially what i've come to understand and i've started to look back at those friendships but I wouldn't say that I've had a friend that has been consistent for like more than like five to 10 years, 11 years. It's always just kind of like at that part in my life. I will say that now though, um, the friends that I have, I've been friends for a bit like, it's 2020 now. So about five years, I've had a, quite a consistent um, circle of friends. Um, and that's, you know, some I've met from work, some I met at Groove. Um, some I met through other friends, and mm. yeah, so I, 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 right now, the, the circle of friends that I have has been almost consistent, barring the ones that haven't worked out for whatever reasons, but, and another, actually talking about how meeting friends, some friendships have been, and I don't do this anymore, but some friendships are relationships that didn't work out. I have those as well. So, for example, so yeah, I know, I know, I know, but let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go um, there. <laughs> so, there are some friends that I have from relationships that, would, that didn't work out and some from talking stages that didn't work out. But I am at a point in my life where, and I, we were talking about this on Friday, and I was saying to you that I don't have any interest in keeping any person I date as a friend anymore. Because I, I feel as though the friends that I have are everything that I need in terms of, um, from, from that perspective, from a friendship support level. If I get with you with the intention of getting into a relationship and it doesn't work, we don't need to take it any further after that. Like we can, and, no and that's feelings, not, no hard feelings, right? No hard feelings. It's just like, no, like we were trying something out. It didn't work out. We don't need to force something else now. And it's not that I forced any of the friendships that I've kept from those situations. It all turned out really great. And I, I've, I've enjoyed each other. I've, I've enjoyed the friendship far more than the relationship. But I think also my mindset wasn't in, finding the love of my life in, in that space. It was just like dating. Whereas now yeah. I am dating with the intention of building a life with someone. And if we meet and it doesn't seem like we are compatible, then let's not try to extend that to something else. You know, that's where I'm at right now. I don't know, maybe that may change as well again as I grow. And maybe it's also case by case, particularly the people that I have dated and it lately, it's just been a case of, you know what, I think if we're not going to um, be together as a couple, then let's not be anything else. You know, so that, that's just kind of where I'm at at the moment. Like I said, it may change, but for me, that's that's a golden rule that I have. I I feel like the the friendships that you tried to forge when the talking stage didn't work out or the relationship didn't work out, they feel forced. They don't have that organic element to it like like we were talking about ours and how our friendship was organic there was no pressure there was no we're running out of time i need to make i need to make you my friend now you know i'm, I'm gonna be 40 and i'm gonna be 40 soon my biological clock is ticking There's, there isn't that 
But but when, when you're trying to be friends with someone that you were involved with, there's this extra pressure. Now, now this person is like, I called you, you didn't pick up. And I'm like, no, 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 my friend. Because <laughs> like, you're like, not that person no more. So screw it. No, 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 no. You know, like I was busy, like call me later. Although, mind you, I do have a, an old friend who, who's as good as my girlfriend because she's just like, like I called you. I'm like, friend, I was, I'm, I'm working. Like, yeah, the dynamic is probably very specific to that friendship. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do, I do just think that, out of respect for, you know, where I'm at in my life right now, um, I don't, I don't put myself through that anymore. You know, because it's not like those, unless you're the person who initiated the breakup, it's not like those feelings immediately go away. But yeah you start to see over time the value in the friendship over the relationship. And I'm just saying that I haven't been in a space where I have felt like there's value in keeping the friendship, even though the relationship has ended. You know, I, I, haven't, I haven't felt like um, there's a need to keep a person in your life purely because they're a cool person. It's like, yeah. no, my friendships have evolved. And also I share a history with my friends that I don't feel like starting a new history with someone else that, that has, you know what, the, the point of the matter is, that's where I'm at at this point. Um, have you made any friends or short friendship shots to your friends' friends? I probably have. I just don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, I have I have made friends through yes. So I was part of an eat out group. Actually, the the the, the friend who broke up with me. Oh, I actually made friends through her, like other friends through her. Um, that yeah, but also those friends felt like like the reason I actually asked you earlier if you have any friends that you that you've been consistently friends with since you were a child or since university or whatever. Because I've struggled, like like a lot of my friends that I've had that I've been friends with, like since varsity, for example, we had a season during university where we were very close friends, and then we moved back to our respective hometowns, and then we lost touch, and then we 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 got back in touch. For for me, my friendships have have worked in waves where where we're friends for a season for like a year or two or three, and then we it, I don't know if we outgrow each other or or we just experience things differently or we see things differently and we just sort of come apart. Sometimes we come back together. Sometimes we stay apart. So it's um, that separation thing as well, where you're not breaking up, but there's a separation for our yeah. mutual growth uh, exclusively. And then it comes yeah. back again together. Come back together. But it's hard, it's hard to, I must say that it's hard to differentiate between the two, the separation or the breakup. Um, yeah, yeah. It, you you kind of have to which... you you kind of have to feel it out. I was talking to someone else about process um, the other night, and it was basically the conversation was how uh, around how like when you're working through an issue with a partner or with family, whatever the problem is, before you get to the solution, you're still in the working out, and you don't know if this is going to eventually be if we're fighting to fix or fighting to separate. Yeah. And you actually, what I always find with processes, all processes, they're, they feel messy in the process. And then afterwards, when you're okay, when you've moved past it and you, you've reached a conclusion without even knowing that you've reached a conclusion, you look back and you're like, ah, oh, that process actually makes sense. 
it makes sense why that process actually had to make like happen like that. It makes sense why it had to happen like that. But part of the um, frustrating thing about process though is not knowing how long it's going to take. Yes. You know, so you can appreciate the process if you knew, okay, the deadline for this conclusion is yeah, this well, date. Yeah, well, exactly the problem is that it just, it, it, it can keep going and keep going. It's like dealing with a breakup. You know that at some point you're going to be okay, but you just don't know when you'll be okay. But you have yes. to go through the process of the mourning and the seven stages of grief until you can realize, okay, I'm back to myself or I've found myself again or I'm okay now. Yeah, you're like, okay, it's over. Okay, mm. it's done. Um, yeah, like like friendships are tricky like that because there's so many there's so many gray areas that that you figure out as, as, like as you go along. Let's talk about friendships um, as a. You wanted to say something, but like I do, but I do look at like my friends on Facebook and like like some of my friends that I knew at Varsity that in in the spirit of season. My university season is over. So th those were my friends, but they're not necessarily my friends now. But they're still in that same friendship group that they were in when I oh, knew Oh, so I you're the like, one who, like, left the friendship group. Yeah, it's still I'm like, yeah, John. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, how? You guys are still friends with each other. Really? Mm. How? Maybe well, that's actually what I wanted to dive into as well, in terms of now the now friendship dynamics as a group of friends. Because there was a time in my life when I was friends with people individually and it was never part of a squad. And it served its purpose until I just kind of felt like, no, but I need community. Like, I'm so tired of like having a friend there and a friend there and a friend there. Like, I remember at one point, I would never have thrown myself a birthday party or had any celebration of that nature because all of my friends were so scattered and separated, you know, there wasn't any kind. And, and also because I am a multifaceted person, all of their different interests and their personalities were also, they also served all of the different parts of who I am. So I kind of felt like, geez, I can never get these people under one roof and not be worried. Like, I hope they're getting along. So I got to a point where I um, was part of a crew of friends and that communityness felt like okay i love this you know i really love being part of like a group of friends that also then you know went not back to being friends with specific people but i kind of downsized again to find an equilibrium between having friendships individually with the people in yeah. in, in my groups of friends and not just kind of having friends together as a crew because you know there's a difference between being friends with a person and being friends as a crew because not all of the people in the so many politics specs do you see what i say you know because maybe i'm not necessarily because we could be part of a crew and i'm friends with you in the sense of us as a group but are we individually close i hear you because i i'm i'm like i'm I joined a crew of friends. This is now older women, right? So, so I have a group of friends that are about like from from ten years to twenty years older than me, and they they've been friends with each other long before I came along. And there is a very very clear, a very very vivid queen bee, and it annoys me to no end because because you are playing to certain rules in a group. There, there, there are certain rules, there's certain things you don't talk about, there's certain things you don't bring up, 
the, the that revolve around this person. Yes, and for me, I struggle with that, and 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 I think that that's why I've been able to be friends with one or two people in a group. Either I'm friends with you, or I'm friends with you and someone else. But 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 just going back to what you were saying about not being able to throw yourself a birthday party, just being someone who has been coming to your birthday party and diazba, I don't know anyone there. Like your 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 pickup line at those gatherings is so how do you know Bex? Yeah. Like and and all of these people are completely different. I mean, I mean, I was sitting at a table with photographers and and writers and and people who are just amazing and freelancers and entrepreneurs and i'm working a nine to five and it's quite a mundane like i'm just a teacher but i had the time of my life and i enjoyed those people and my, my belief often in a, in a space like that is that um there is a common thing that we all see in you that made us be friends with you and we're going to find that common thing among yes ourselves. yes yes i think that's very important because that's what i came to also understanding um, at the point at which I started like celebrating every birthday and you know every achievement and inviting all of my friends together was that well first of all this is about me first of all yes. <laughs> so yes. whether you, all of you don't get along that's on you but okay. I'm this is my day you know my birthday or my graduation etc and then Be the supposed. second part was I connect with, uh, but also what happened is that I had a level of intimacy with all of my friends in terms of being able to share um, goals and dreams and the sensitivity in the friendships that felt common throughout my friends. I had been myself so much that who I was, I felt reflected in my friends. And so it was like, but I reflect who I am the same way to all of these friends. So I know that they also will be able to connect on some level. If they speak with, with each other long enough, it will get to the point where they can find out, oh, so no, this is where you and I can connect it. Sometimes that is in your um, interest in the arts and in music. Sometimes it's about your, your outlook on life and politics and the world. Sometimes it's background and upbringing, where you come from, you know. It's different things at different times. And I'll, I'll never forget my 24th birthday, a.k.a. Bax Chela. <laughs> ah, good times. Listen, what a time. But I remember because we were having a braai and... At some point, I was trying to be, a, you know, in, in charge of everything that's that's happening. At some point, I just, you know, at some point, and also trying to chat with everyone. And then at some point, I just sat down. And I think you, and I think also Mushe, uh, were, and, and, a, and a group of other girls as well who were there, just started taking care of everything. Where, okay, we're brying, okay, we're going to go fix the plates. No, don't worry about anything. We've got it sorted. Just go, go have fun, go mingle. And immediately, like, you guys took over my entire kitchen. And it was just so, I felt covered. And that's when I felt like, for me, probably the first time, I was like, I'm so proud of myself for being able to maintain friendships with like-minded people. And that's also at the point at which friends for me, like, I, I, I felt like I'd established more than a friendship circle, a tribe. Like, and, you, if, and if you think about a tribe, it just has so many different people with different perspectives and different uh, backgrounds and just different things about themselves. But it works together when it comes together, you know? And I think of all of my friends now that I have around me, and it's just, it's different people from different backgrounds, but 
well, almost everyone knows each other now because, you know, we've all yeah. been in the same space after a while. So it's like, oh, nice to see you again type of a thing. Yeah, and, and it's nice. Like, 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 like your friends, I don't, I don't really socialize with them outside of things that you organize. But whenever, now there's that extra treat when you go, I'm having a party. You're like, oh my gosh, I get to see Mang Mang and Mang Mang and this yeah. one and Andy. And that I get to see those people and engage with those people and laugh and have a good time and stuff. And, and it's a very much a Joburg thing because like, like this is why we go to the muffins by ourselves because you go there and you walk away and you've made, a, you've made friends with a whole bunch of people that like you didn't, speaking of someone else that I met on Twitter, do the, the, you and me went to a, a muffins show on Fox street downtown. Yes. And Tuli was there. No, before Tuli, before Tuli. Which that one, one was Soweto. One? The one with Tuli was in Soweto. So I'm Lebo Hang's backpackers. Yes, okay, we, yes, that was backpackers, not yeah. Not that one, not that one. There was one before that. Anyway, so we're dancing, we're dancing. And this girl, you know how it is when you go to a muffins show, you end up making friends. So I'm making friends with this girl, say, Java, say, Java, and at the end she goes, I think you're really cool. You know, we should follow each other on Twitter. It's like, yeah, 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 we should, we should. So she goes, yeah, my handle is, and she goes, classic salad. I was like, dude, do you know that we already follow each other? We've been following each other. I've inboxed you, giving you ideas for restaurants that you can take your boyfriend to. Like, like six months earlier, we had been following each other and we met at a muffin show and she was like, you're so cool. And it turned out that we had been mm. like friends. It was like the craziest thing. And that's the beauty, the spontaneity. The fact that friendships are organic, that's what makes things so great. I love friendships. <laughs> yeah. And they can be frustrating, but we love them. And that's why it's important to shoot your shot. You know, whenever you see a person on the TL and you like their banter and you like the way that they um, speak about things. I think also it's so important to say it. Like, like... We don't say it enough. Like there's a guy, he's, he's way too cool for me. Um, and I love him. I think, I think he's absolutely the coolest guy. One of the coolest guys that I follow on social media. And the one day he uploaded a picture. He's, it is, he's 40. He's the culprit, the culprit on Twitter. Oh yeah. So yeah. So I think he's super cool. I am by no means crushing on him. I'm not in love with him. I don't want, I actually don't even want to meet him per se. So he uploaded a picture the one day and I retweeted and I said, I love you. And I meant that in the purest way. Like, I like his vibe. I like, I like the things that he says. I like his banter. I like what he's about. Like, like I just, mm. it, as a person, he's just a cool person to have on my timeline. I think social media has definitely made it so that we have, we were too busy putting up personas and we're not real people. And so I think whenever you have an opportunity to really have, make a real connection, with, with, with someone, and I'm not saying we need to do it with everyone, but whenever we have an opportunity to make a real connection with people, we should really do that. And um, also, I and guess it, things will be what they will be. So for example, yes. like as we mentioned when we started off, that our friendship was based off of a mutual interest. Its growth yeah. into a fully fledged friendship was purely based off of a natural progression, you know? So there's yeah. also this yeah. thing of like, you know, you can crush, you can friend crush on someone and it's okay if it's just a case of just enjoying each other's perspective at a certain level and it doesn't all have to always like go that far, you know? So there's also something to be said for that. 
But I am glad that we that we grew to where we're at now. I certainly yes. enjoy our late night phone calls whenever we get the chance to catch up in that space. And thank you so much for availing yourself for this quick conversation. I was really excited about this. Okay, so as you can see, like, do you know what okay. this, this is? How okay. Okay. Listen, listen, that, that is very huge. That and I really love, I really love Thanks, what's babe. going on with the her. I, like, Afro is such a love-hate relationship. Like, like there are days where I'm like, I hate my hair. Mm. And then there are days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I love you all the time. And thank you so much for your friendship. And thank you for um, being patient with me and reciprocating um, the love and affection and compassion that is our friendship. I love you, my friend. I love you, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Are we actually hanging out? Yes, bye. <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs>